Hi, I'm Insert Name Here, and you're listening to the Party Chat Podcast. Xbox on. Game on, baby! Wow! And welcome to Xbox One Party Chat, the official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit, and this is episode number 32. As per usual, I'm your host, Ross Miller, and I'm joined by everyone's favourite uncle, it's Clay Parker. <coughs> How are you doing, everybody? <coughs> I don't know why I'm doing are you that. sick? No, I'm completely fine. <laughs> completely fine. <laughs> that was the worst joke ever. I know. I don't. I don't know why I did that. I apologize, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and that other voice you can hear is the cheese meister himself. It's Reese. What up, yo? See, <laughs> I, I also can make it horrible, an awful intro. <laughs> There's no yeah, good intro, intro, folks. There's no good intro. <laughs> Do you know what make that intro better? What's Not that? talking. <laughs> yeah, you stop talking. <laughs> no, I would say stripper slaves. That would oh, make yes, that a lot. Yeah. yeah. If so only we were. That? If only that was somehow relevant. Mm. Actually, and just to clarify, both male and female stripper slaves. Yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. And um, so later on, we have an interview <laughs> with Joe from Funcom, the creators of Conan XL, which is coming to Xbox One next year. But first of all. We get things started with what we have been playing. So, Reese, I'm going to start with you. What have you been playing this week? I have been playing a lot, and in fact, only one game this week, and I have been playing Battlefield 1. Just just chipping away at, at multiplayer, shooting people in the face, you know, that old chestnut. Riding horses. Uh, actually, I've been doing a lot of flying this week. Uh, flying is really fun when you get a, a full team of like, like a team of like three people and you can fly in the bomber because uh, with a skilled team it's actually quite difficult to take out a, a bomber. It's 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 fun. It, that's what I've been up to. Not, nothing special, just just wasting time on battlefield basically. There's no such thing as wasting time in battlefield. Ah, uh, sorry, yeah, that was that was really politically. Actually, Reese, before I jump on to either myself or Ross, uh, have you played any of the new modes on battlefield? Uh what do you mean new modes like did they so they have they... The, they have the new they have the custom playlist they have uh pistols only on the fog mode on the fog what? mode. i, I don't even know this existed yeah so when you go into multiplayer if anybody hasn't seen this already because it because it is awesome over on the far right is custom game modes or something like that and it's the developers i think have put together some custom game types and it's only for a limited time one of them is <clears throat> they take they've taken one of the maps reduced it in size you can only use pistols and there's a layer of fog on the ground so it's really hard to see more than maybe 10 feet in front of you it's crazy and it's hardcore they've introduced hardcore mode so that means there's no one shows up on your mini map and uh i think there's no hit indicator maybe and then you can yeah there's no you can you can kill your own team members so there's lots of accidental (laughs) team killing it's uh it's a blast and the other modes are just variants of 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 the hardcore dominance and rush and and all that other stuff so it's it's i wish i had wild definitely yeah you need to check it out man you need to check it out yeah i was actually the reason i was playing so much battlefield is i was uh house sitting for a friend and i didn't really have anything to do and battlefield is such a great uh time waster basically 
<laughs> I'm gonna watch a house and play some Battlefield. Yeah, I know, right? Life is <laughs> life is just so hard right now, Life's man. I hard. just I'm I gotta manage every day. <laughs> Clay, what about you? What have you been playing? Oh, actually, actually, last week I think I mentioned on the podcast I picked up Titanfall two. I started yeah. playing it over the weekend, and I am loving, loving, loving the hell out of the game. It is. About a million times better than the tech test was. Um, really? The, yeah, yeah. It is way worth it, in my opinion. And it's on sale right now, I think, for 30 bucks on Xbox Live uh, or somewhere around there, maybe 30 or 35 Way good. I'm probably a little bit more than halfway through the campaign, and it's, it's, it's really fun. It's really good. I can't, I can't stress that enough. There's a really cool level that I think... A lot of reviewers have talked about as well. Uh, 99% sure I've already hit that one about halfway through the campaign. And it it was really, there's some cool mechanics in there. Uh, I, I would, if you were on the fence about picking it up or maybe you really liked the first Titanfall but didn't care so much about the tech test, I would give it a try. It's, it's really good. I was, uh, they've they've justified it in my opinion. And I, I mean, just, I think it's announced yeah, and then they've just announced, I think, their first round of uh, free DLC drops at the end of the month. So, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, for me, Ross, I how about have... Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> for me... <laughs> Ross, how about I talk all over you? <laughs> this week, I thought I'm going to play something different, so I played through uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Oh, that's a lovely game, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Did it give you the story. feels? Yeah, it did a bit, to be honest with you. Just a few hours long, one of those games that you can just play from start to finish. Uh, and I loved every single moment of it. But I want to tell you about the mode that I've been playing every weekend in Rocket League, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I won't give it its real name, but begins with an F and ends in Puck. <laughs> um, and basically, <laughs> the mode is, I'm going to tell people the settings to try it. Create a private game with you and your friends. Go to the basketball mode hoops go to mutators and set it to snow day and then put on oh what's the mode called the, the sort of demolition mode where you get the punching bags and all the rest of it the punching gloves and all that it's wait so you have to you have to basketball this the you have a basketball court w- with, with, with the, the puck, puck and all of the 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 moderate all the little things turned on where you can freeze the puck and make a whirlwind appear on the puck. It is one of the most fun things you're ever going to do. I'm trying to make videos to send to Psyonics just to include it in the playlist for one weekend because it has made Rocket League the most fun game again for me. I it's love called, it and it's what it's I called do all weekend. Funk. It's called Funk Punk. Funk, funk, funk Punk? Funk Punk? Funk, it's a puck. Funk, funk yeah. Puck. I was funk thinking puck. Food Puck. Food puck. I don't know why. I was thinking DLC pork? Derby. We'll just call it that because it contains all the little additions that you get with the game. But if you get a chance, try check it out with those mod, um, mutators on. It is so much fun. Friend puck. But <laughs> in fact, why don't you post in the comments below what should I call this mode for anyone that's actually tried it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. But anyway, let's find out what's been happening in the subreddit this week. You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. This week in the subreddit. Reese, 
you've got the first story for us. Well, it's not really a story. It's more like an event. Black Friday, boys. Was that creepy? No, not too bad. Really? I was, I was going for creepy. Anyway, it's Black Friday. Deals, deals, discounts, shopping, Americans. Crazy Larry. Crazy. Yeah, cra- oh, crazy Larry. Crazy Larry's best Larry, I've, I've got to say. He's just amazing. Uh, but, but so, there's just so many deals that one cannot simply list them all. But did you guys get anything? Yes. Well, don't just oh, give me for... yes. Give me elaboration. Like, yes, oh, okay, good. That, let's move on to the next question. No, what did you buy? <laughs> Well, I traded in my physical copy of The Witcher. Mm-hmm. I game share with someone, so we halved in for The Witcher Game of the Year edition. Nice. And I made a pound profit. Nice. And now I'll know the DLC. What was the discount on that one? <laughs> well, it was £17.50 for the Holy actual... crap, that's cheap. Yeah, for the Game of the Year edition. Okay, guys, and I'm guys, just wait, like, just, really? If, if anyone hasn't played The Witcher 3, then right he's here. on the fence... Right at here. seventeen pounds, it's like you know, at the moment, it's it's you know probably worth like two American dollars. Um, <laughs> but uh, seriously, yeah, that's like maybe that. maybe twenty, twenty five American dollars. Uh, yeah, probably maybe twenty Somewhere twenty euros. Um, you can get with the vanilla game alone, a hundred and fifty to three hundred hours of gameplay. Well, that's twelve fifty. It's five five. Five pounds more for all the DLC, basically. Oh, well, you it, get vanilla game for twelve fifty. Oh, with, with the DLC, you're looking at like, like four hundred hours of gameplay. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that is some good value. I've got a story though, because when I was trading it in, the guy went, um, "Where's the music disc?" What? I, I, I sort of want to keep that because it comes a physical disc came with a music CD. I bought it physical. Of the I music from the music game. Disc. Did you? I've got a physical and I've got a music disc and a map and lots of stuff. Well, yeah. I, think I, I think I've got a map. I didn't get a music disc. Right. Do you know what he knocked two pounds off the money he was giving me because it didn't have the music disc with it? That's rude. <laughs> Anybody here on the US side, it's $25 for the complete edition and $20 for the regular edition. Oh, that is such good day. value. It is. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? What did you pick up? Play? Yeah, I picked up Inside, which oh, I've good been... Man. Dying to play, um, and then I am about to pick up um, uh, Recore. I saw that ah, was awesome. twenty bucks, so yeah, I'm going physical, physical from Amazon. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, make, no. Make sure on, you... the, on the store as well. I thought uh, make sure you get Recore. It's 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 really good fun. In fact, I actually got a uh, a private message on Twitter. I believe it was Twitter, another Twitter or the subreddit uh, from from no, it was from. Uh, it was on Twitter. Um, Lewis Johnson, how you doing, buddy? Said he just played, sent me a message and said he just played through Recore thanks to what I said about it on this podcast, and he really enjoyed it, and he wanted to thank me for actually convincing him to buy it. So you're welcome, buddy. And if anybody else is wanting to play Recore, buy it. Well, it's on discount. It's surprisingly it. fun. Do it. <laughs> uh, Reese, what about you? I bought only one game right now because... Uh, I'm actually saving my pennies because tomorrow, as of uh, as of recording this podcast, I am going to the UK for a little Woo-hoo. for a little visit, right? And and Ross has totally bitched out on me, and he's not going to come and see me. Thanks, Ross. 
yeah, I'm afraid with work commitments and the fact that I don't like you yeah. means that I'm not going to be able to come and see you. <laughs> um, but anyway, so... I'm, I'm, I'm going to, like, what, the Scandinavia for the five days that you're here, <gasps> just to avoid you. <laughs> right, that, that makes perfect sense. I understand now. But uh, in all seriousness, I am saving my pennies, but I could not pass up the Gourmet Edition, which is like the Game of the Year, Complete Edition, whatever you want to call it, of the little party game Overcooked. Um, it was like 10 euros, like like nothing. So uh, for those who don't know, it's a little top-down sort of isometric party game. Uh, I think it's four-player local. I don't know if it's more than four, but it's up to four. And you basically you have to run a kitchen and you have to, to cook things. And I think I've talked about it a couple of times on here before. Yeah. And it, it, it was just there and it was like, yes. Did I ever tell you the story about when I was in Birmingham that I... Uh left a hat that I got about Yeah, that. you did. In the last... Yeah. A couple of podcasts ago? Maybe it was ah. even the last one. <laughs> just, just, just double checking I've told that story. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. The, you the left it in your hotel room, right? Yeah, I did, yeah. Clay, um, do you want to take the next story? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do a quick story here. Quick story that came out of the subreddit around... <laughs> Okay, okay. I was working when that email went out, and suddenly I get this pop up in the corner of my screen, and I'm like, what? <laughs> so, a bit of a controversy around here. Uh, apparently, Microsoft sent out an email, and um, some people mess misrepresented or misinterpreted the subject line of the email for dead rising 2 and uh with with a, a, a vulgarity and uh they immediately <laughs> what, what did they think it was out, uh, <laughs> i thought it said uh nigel nigel yes. right okay <laughs> like i don't see the controversy about this i see major nelson apologizing saying we'll do better in the future everyone knew what it was yeah i there's probably literally one person two people I, that interpreted I did see one that funny and... meme where someone was like, "What did you call me?" Wait, oh, oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll swiftly move on from this story. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, we probably should. Guys, excited games with gold have been announced, and I don't own any of them. Oh, wow. Me either, man. Oh, really? <laughs> I own every single one. Oh. <laughs> I've played oh, through you. and completed every single one. So in that case, I can. Uh, I suppose I should probably uh, say what I think of them. Then, Sleeping Dogs is well, great. You can steal people on the street and throw them into the boot of your car, and then drive your car off of a off of a jetty and drown them. And you're actually a police officer. Ten out of ten would play again. Uh, Outlast <laughs> is uh, a game uh, that whose sequel is now crowdsourcing a diaper companion. So that's all I really need to say about that. Um, <clears throat> Outland is a cool little platformer. I'm starting to lose my voice here. <clears throat> Outland is a cool little platformer. Um, it has a really interesting mechanic about switching elements. And Burnout Paradise is the best open world driving game in existence. Agreed. Guys, point out so Burnout Paradise, the guys from that are now Freefields. Yes. 
entertainment. Mm-hmm. Dangerous Golf is in sale this week, and I tweeted out about it because that is another great bargain. Ten dollars, pounds fifty for well, yeah, ten dollars for everybody. Um, Dangerous Golf. This is an awesome lineup and killer for the holiday season in terms of you know there's going to be a ton of people picking up Xbox Ones for the holiday season, unwrapping those on Christmas or many days throughout Hanukkah. I'm not sure how that works, but um, um, this is such a it's it's really a great one. It's I, I think one of the subreddits commented this is probably it rivals the April release that we saw earlier in the year in terms of caliber of games here. This is really top notch. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And I'm just I've played through most of these, but like. I will quite happily give out last another playthrough. I'll quite happily play Burnout Paradise again. Seriously? Dogs. Yeah. Yep. Outland. Two games that outland and outlast. Never thought yeah, that, I, thought, I thought that was a typo at first, and then I sort of squinted and was like, oh. <laughs> Never thought. What else has been happening? Well, actually, something has just happened. Uh, it's a rumor right now, but if true... It is one of the biggest bombshells that has hit the Xbox One in a long time, and it will completely change your Xbox One experience. User Stokes1510 posted uh, a link to uh, an article, obviously, that said that the guide is being overhauled, and they are going to apparently remove the snap mode. So no more snap functionality. Guys, hell no, hell yes. Yay? Yeah. 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 You, you guys don't like Snap? It's something that was designed. Well, no, it's, it's it, the UI doesn't need it anymore. Yeah, does it? Not re- I mean, yeah, I mean, the, they've very slowly moved away from it. They have. It, it's now, have you tried to snap something recently? No. <laughs> and then unsnap it? It's see, not I think, uh, see, as easy see, as it once was. I, I think there's <laughs> the key thing. When you ask me, have you snapped something recently? No. <laughs> like it was a real firm I didn't even need to think about it no I have not and I think that is the main issue when Microsoft asked everybody have you snapped anything recently they all replied no we yeah. have not but the only thing I'm going to say those that do native streaming yeah that's nice for your chat window at the side oh, yeah, that was... I don't know I don't know if they'll go with a, like, Ooh, you know, you... To, the comparison the PS4 version you know where it's just chat on the side when you start the app or what that's the only thing that i can think of that it might have a well, relevant effect from you, but beams coming that's in right article beams gonna be there it'll it'll have that for sure the, the article suggests that they're going to actually remove it but replace it with a picture in picture functionality Yay! thank you that's what i want when that's what i want from the get-go do you remember when you could snap netflix when the, when the xbox one came yeah. out yeah yeah. It was actually kind of sad when they took that out. Like, Wait, you that, can't I, do that now? What? You can't do that now? No, they, Netflix took that out like after oh. their first patch. The The original Netflix oh, uh, was oh. actually a pretty decent app, and it was designed and it looked designed by Microsoft, and it fit in with the, with the UI. Oh, it was yeah. all in tiles and stuff, and you could navigate with voice, and you could navigate with your hands, and you could snap it. But then Netflix uh, basically threw that version in the trash, and I replaced it with their own version, which was incredibly inferior. Uh, but, but what it did was it made Netflix have the same app across all platforms. And their app has, you know, steadily improved since then. So now it's not the, the hot garbage that they dumped on us when it first came out. But uh, but yeah, Netflix decided to unify their 
their experience. But originally, you could uh, use the. I remember that? Yeah, yeah, I just haven't used Netflix on my Xbox in a long time. Oh really? I use it every day. What? What do you do? You use Netflix or do you just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have uh, we have an Apple TV and a Roku hooked up to our our other TVs, so I primarily use that. This is ah. my gaming dungeon, so where I keep my <laughs> my my Conan slaves. So <laughs> talking about your Conan slaves, we've now got an interview that I think Reese is going to talk about. Yeah, I'm going to try and say the opening sentence about ten times. I think. Hmm. Here's an interview. Xbox Snap, this week's interview. All right, everybody, welcome back. We have a very awesome interview up for you right now with Joe Bylos, who is the creative director of Funcom, the Norwegian game development company who just today announced Conan Exiles, which is an upcoming survival game set in the Conan universe. Joel, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Great to be here. It's fantastic to have you, and it's fantastic to have actually gotten through that intro without messing it up. <laughs> so, Joel, so uh, Joel, as I said, thank you for joining us today. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? What do you do at Funcom? Uh, okay, well, very little, as little as I can get away with. Mm. Um, but I am the creative director of the company, which means that I am sort of responsible for bullshitting um and when i say that <laughs> wow no i am the creative director of the company that means my job is to sort of make up the stories come up with the the plot lines make sure that the game feels like a conan game sort of put my finger in all the pies around the game development and make sure that it, it has the right feeling and the right um design methodology so That's it's you it. we should blame when we don't like the game yeah i mean i'm 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 fine with taking the blame i have broad shoulders <laughs> Every mistake is a lesson learned. See? Fantastic. So, uh, before we before we start, uh, I think I'm going to have to ask you the most important question, like the one that, that is not actually on the questions list, but it's it's incredibly important, and I need to ask you, and that is, what is best in life? Well, to uh, crush your bugs, mm-hmm. to hear the lamentations of the critics, mm-hmm. and see them driven before you. Excellent. (laughs) 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 Sounded very dramatic. Have you not seen Conan the Barbarian, Ross? Nope. Get off this podcast. But 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 Ross, just 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 so we're clear about what's actually going on here, that quote is a is a Genghis Khan quote. Yeah. That they wrote into the script of the, yeah, they wrote it into the script of Conan the Barbarian movie that Arnold Schwarzenegger starred in. So it's understandable. Yeah. <laughs> it's understandable to be confused. That's not actually a quote from the Conan stories from the nineteen thirties. Just one question. What exactly does a creative director do? Can you tell us a lot about, about your day to day? Um so I, I guess first of all I'm the writer as well for this game, so I'm doing all the writing. So any like, and I got to tell you, in a survival game where you got to make like a, you know, 500 items, writing item descriptions for all those items is kind of boring. But mm. I do that. Um, I create a style guide for the game, which sort of phrases how we want the player to experience the game. So like, to give a pretty simple example, this is a barbarian game. You're, you're it's a Conan game. So. There are certain things that I say need to be there in the way the game controls. So, for example, when you hit something in the game, you need to feel like you're a barbarian hitting something. 
the way that the character moves in the game should feel like a barbarian move moving and and then i sort of define and i give style examples of how those things should work for the animators or for the art team and then on top of that like it's it's a lot of just day-to-day like um minutia like you know working with the combat team to make sure the combat feels brutal in the way that i would expect that a barbarian game should feel i work with the uh, recipe team the guys doing crafting make sure that the things that we're making fit within the world and are taken from the books and the stories and the movies and the comic books so just sort of making sure that everything in the game comes to a certain a certain quality standard and a certain feeling that we want the game to have Sounds good. So you have just announced that Conan Exiles is coming to Xbox One next year. I guess, can you just tell us and the listeners a little bit about the game? Sure. So uh, it's a uh, multiplayer survival game, um, but you can play single player if you want to. It's kind of, you know, this genre of games like Ark Survival Evolved and you have, you know, Daisy and things like that. So it's a it's a survival game. Uh, at the start of the game your character has been crucified and left oh, to nice. die in the and uh spoilers. Slow, then. <laughs> <laughs> wow. spoiler. it's right at the start and it's in all the promotional <laughs> art so it's fine but uh and then you basically have to survive in the desert and then try to figure out why you're stuck in this place called the exiled lands because you're you're wearing a bracelet and you cannot leave if you try to leave the bracelet kills you um and so there's a sort of there's this Would magical curse. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a whole sort of background story and lore oh, going nice. on in the world, um, which which is one of our things that I think differentiates a little bit from some of the other survival games. We've tried to provide this sort of sweeping backstory, and uh, yeah, and so as a player, then you just you know it's like you can build a kingdom, claim land, build build cities, craft better weapons, you can explore dungeons, um, you know, explore the world. You can go around gathering lore. There's all sorts of activities to do, and uh, basically the idea is that we want people to the the sort of tagline of the game is survive, build, dominate, and that's kind of what we want people to do. Um, so if you want to play solo, it's sort of about exploring the mystery of the world. If you want to play with a group of friends, you can you know build a city, take slaves, um, and then you know build up an army, attack other players, etc. Very cool. <laughs> You, you you got me interested, very much interested. I want to know what happens when you're a slave. <laughs> like that's yeah. that's gonna suck. I think, I think I'll just log on to to Conan Exiles and be a slave for the rest of the day. That sounds like fun. Yeah. We only take other players as slaves, but yeah, this is probably another thing that sort of differentiates it a little bit from the other survival genre games. Like most of them are zombies or dinosaurs. But our game, it's like because it's a world in Conan's world and people live there. There's factions. It's it's a, you know, I don't want to say it's exactly like Skyrim because Skyrim has a lot more RPG mechanics. But there are camps of NPCs that you encounter around the world. People who live there that are AI controlled that you can knock out, put a rope around their legs and drag them back to your camp and put them in the wheel of pain. And That's over like time, wife. It's like... <laughs> yeah, that went down well. Um, next question. So you mentioned games like Ark. And uh, Daisy, what differentiates Conan Exiles from those? Yeah, so I, I think we have a few systems that differentiate. Like, first of all, on the on the ground level gameplay, um, those games are they have some melee elements, but they're mostly shooting elements at the high levels. Or in Ark, I would say that you use your pets and dinosaurs yeah. fighting. 
our game we're putting a lot more focus on combat, especially melee combat. So, uh, you know, we want the, the moment-to-moment of fighting other players and NPCs in the world to feel, you know, very immediate and intense. So that it's first-person... You can play in third-person as well, but it's it's first-person intense um, melee combat, and we're trying to make that the best in the survival genre. Actually, so uh, I, I want to cut in and ask, in, in the previous uh, Conan game that you guys made, which was the uh, Conan, like, online, uh, there was decapitation and 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 Ooh. dismemberment are you mm-hmm. bringing that into this new game or oh yes oh yes <laughs> <laughs> everything oh, appears to be in okay order. there's another check mark for me <laughs> <laughs> I, I i'd say that goes back to a part of my job as creative director right like making sure that i mean i think people expect that in a barbarian fantasy game and yeah, right of course so yes brutal. absolutely Oh, so. oh, oh. I don't know the sounds it would make. <laughs> Let me know if you need anybody to record any of those awful sounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I did want to ask you as well for any, actually, for any of our listeners that have not seen the trailer yet, do yourself a favor and go watch the trailer. It's really cool, and one of the things that really stands out is the titans that are <laughs> in there. So. Can we fight the Titans? Can you like? Can you tell us a little bit more about that whole dynamic that was in the that was in the trailer? There, it looked sure. really cool. So we have we have a, a system in the game, and this is a, again a differentiator. I would say um, we have a religion system, and th- which um, might sound boring on paper, huh? Religion, yeah. What, what so <laughs> religion in religion in Age of Conan is like dragging people screaming to an altar and sacrificing them <laughs> to a snake god. And, nice. And, uh, so we have this system. Basically, once you get to the highest tiers of religion, you start attracting the attention of god avatars. And so what you see in the trailer is the 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 metal statue is the god avatar of a god called Mitra in the Conan universe, and the gigantic snake is the god avatar of a god called Set. And it's two players. The the one outside the city is summoning the Mitra god avatar, and the one inside the city is summoning the Set god avatar. And those avatars will fight each other. So that's like a proxy combat. You use the you can summon god avatars to fight each other, but that's at the very highest levels of the religion so, system. So it, it, if you want to mess with someone, you can literally summon a god to go and have them go and step on someone else's city. Yes, but they go after the they go after the uh, the altar of the other gods. That's what okay, they do. So so ho- they... Hopefully, the other person's city is like in the in the way. Then <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. It worked out fairly well in the trailer. I'm not sure how that happened, but very cool. They will do that. They will roam around and crush so, things. And, you know, well, actually, you know, you, you just started talking about the lore of Conan and this game is Conan and I think that's actually one of the most important parts about this game you know that, that it is actually Conan and and so uh, which has what most people don't realize it has actually really uh, deep sort of uh, lore and, and like you said comic books and, and and movies and stuff I want to ask you what uh, what Conan movie you think is the best well, it's it's the Arnold Schwarzenegger first movie the first um, movie the so Barbarian just, Conan the Barbarian. Okay, it, and uh, what about what about like uh, do you, do you prefer the comics or the books or what what is your favorite form of the lore? Uh, the original stories, I think. Uh, Robert E. Howard, you know, he wrote these stories in the nineteen thirties, like twenties through the thirties. He committed suicide oh, when he was. Did not know that. Yeah, no, it's it's quite interesting. He was really good friends with Lovecraft. Oh um, wow! So so if you don't know anything about Howard, I really recommend it. His his 
his style of writing prose is very modern. So, you know, if you've read Lovecraft, it's very, <laughs> I wouldn't say archaic, but it's very heavy prose. Um, <laughs> whereas whereas Howard writes like, I mean, you could just pick it up and read it. It's amazing. It's it's really good stuff. And, and sure, the Conan stories are power fantasies, but they're great. They're really fun. Uh, yeah. So I really like them. Um, and yeah, I've, I sort of have always enjoyed those stories. And I really like sort of trying to write in that style when I'm working on the game as well. Now, you've teased us a little bit already, but I like a good tease. So do you want to give us a tease about some of the features that you haven't mentioned Ross, yet? not that kind of podcast that we keep yeah, telling yeah. you every week. <laughs> Strange things. Somewhere. I was just going to say, stay away from my mother, Ross. Um... <laughs> what is the coolest thing that you can do in Conan Exiles? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, I can make it easier for you. Uh, survival games typically are all about creating your own, finger quotes, emergent stories. So basically, you know, people who play survival games always come up with these crazy water cooler stories that about something that happened last night on, on whatever random server, whatever game they're playing. So how about you share one of your favorite moments you've had testing or playing the game? Huh. Okay. Um, what what crazy thing can you remember just off the top of your head that happened? Oh, so we have ragdoll physics, right? And we have. Uh, I like this already. Uh, we have we have uh, we have Trevor Chase, and uh, things that fire stones. So right. you can you'll be able to put bodies into the Trevor Chase and fire them across the landscape. That's kind of interesting. <laughs> but uh, we had a we had a very strange bug at one point where all of the NPCs' penises. Those that had them. Wait, were, uh, were, wait, were... wait, wait. I, I think we need to segue into this. I have getting more questions. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no. Keep going with this. Keep, Keep going. going with this. <laughs> They're attaching themselves to location 000 in the playfield. So it didn't matter wherever you went in the world. And no matter what you fought, there was a guy standing there with his dick basically running all the way to the northern corner of the playfield. And it was stretching across. <laughs> Like a feature to me. <laughs> yeah. Is that one of the gods in the game? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, God, my friend. Oh, <laughs> Titan, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so you guys have made Conan Online and also The Secret World. Uh, how does your experience with MMOs translate into the multiplayer, well, this multiplayer survival game? I just think. Uh... Like we know a lot about servers and we know about a lot about handling players on servers so i think that really helps um like because we're you know we've we've played early access games we know how they are um i think you'll find that our our polish level at least our stability level for early access should be pretty solid because of sort of things we know and we've brought with us from from working on mmos we know how to make a stable server we know how to let people get onto that server we know how you know so i think at least I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that when we launch early access, things will be very smooth for people, perhaps compared to what they've normally seen. Our our goal for early access is to be not feature complete, but at least to be stable. I right? mean, that's yeah. stability yeah. and server issues, probably the biggest complaint anyone has with any uh, early access game. Yeah, and we, we just feel like that. That's, you know, it's kind of in our DNA as a company. So we've, we've been working on those type of games for a long time. So Excellent. So, Joel, what other kind of games do you play? I have a very eclectic taste in games. So I play 
almost everything. I, the only games I would say that I don't play are uh, driving games in particular. But then I play Grand Theft Auto, but it's not Wait, really. Have, have you game. played Forza? It's your duty. I'm say, have you tried Forza? Because you know, it's, it's, the, it's the first time I've been tempted to buy a car game in a long time because everyone's talking about it, but I haven't bought it yet. No, unfortunately. Hopefully, it'll be on sale later this week on the Xbox Live nice. Gold Deals. Black Friday. Black Friday. Thank you. That's <laughs> green, green Friday deals. So. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Funcom um, have experimented a lot with different storytelling formats in the past of games like The Park and Dreamfall. Is it hard going from like a twisted psychological horror game to the big masculine Conan world? Huh. No. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> well, <laughs> interview over. <laughs> I worked on uh, Age of Conan, which is the online game. Um I was lead designer on the expansion pack for that game. And then I worked on The Secret World. And then I worked on The Park. And then now I'm back on Conan. It feels a bit more like coming home. Um, I think like the, the, there's all these Lovecraft elements in the Conan stories because him and Lovecraft were friends and they, they brought in pieces of each other's mythos. So it's actually quite cool. Like in, I, I, we have a system in the game called the Corruption System. And it will slowly drive your character insane. Um, Excellent. And then you have to watch, you know, you have to watch people dancing and playing songs and stuff to regain your uh, your sanity. So we have we, we do have some of these darker elements in Conan Exiles as well. So it's it's fun. I think it's really interesting. Yeah, uh, that was one of my favorite uh, favorite elements in um, that. Uh, there was that one Lovecraft game that came out. Uh, Dark corners of the earth. Yes, yeah. it was it was great. Yes, I really liked that element. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's exactly like that. To a okay. Certain, nice. To a certain extent, we're hoping to have be able to mess with players with full I mean, screen uh, effects and have whispering in their ears and all that sort of stuff as they. So when you explore like some of the dungeons in the world, right, that the sort of the evil is seeping out, and as you go deeper into the dungeon, you start to go a little bit insane. Okay. So, and so it's like a fight against your sanity to get through the yeah the dungeon. It's, it's it's almost like a timer right some of these dungeons will be big and it'll be like you know i can only explore this branch this time before i need to go out and like watch my my stripper slave dancing to get mm. my sanity back and then i'll be able to go <laughs> i know that's how i cure my insanity <laughs> to the strip club boys fun hey, for hey, all ages hey, we have male and female stripper slaves it's all good right. <laughs> Whatever it sounds like, opportunities, it sounds like, uh, I like that. It sounds like the Westworld game that I'm that I'm hoping that in the Conan oh, Barbarian day and age. Uh, but before I ask you the next question, uh, Joel, I just want to fanboy a tiny bit and say the park is awesome. Oh, I, I really like. It. Cool, especially was... as a, a a fan of those kind of games, it was it was great. It was a lot of fun. It was my boss. The 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 they literally came to us and said, "Can you make a game in three months?" And we said. We will try. Mm-hmm. And then in three months, we made enough of a game that they said you can have three more months and then we'll launch it. So it was, it was a game made in six months, and I think it was pretty... I'm pretty happy with it. It was our It's, it's short and sweet, but yeah. it's it's really good. If anyone hasn't played the park, like, if, if you ever see it on sale, whatever, pick it up. It's it's worth playing. It's just a nice little story, you know? It's, it's good. 
I wouldn't say it's nice, actually. It's definitely not a nice story. Yeah, I played that. That's not a nice story. (laughs) I didn't use the right words. I'm Googling it, and I'm going, yeah, that doesn't seem like a nice story. It seems like something I need to turn on all the lights for when I'm playing. (laughs) It's fun. The voice actress from that is the voice actress in the new Mass Effect game, too. Mass Effect Andromeda. She's the main voice in that game as well. Ah. So right. if, you want, if you're if you're a, if you're a fan of Mass Effect, you can also check out the park to hear her voice in advance. Hey. Oh, I love Mass Effect. Yeah. So oh, right, next question. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a new joke, Ross. Sure Ross you're you're double fired. No Mass Effect and no Conan. Shut up, last week's episode. No. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of Mass Effect, Ross. What? Sorry, I missed that. I was too turned off after you said Mass Effect. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Awesome. You know what? Let's let's move on to the next question before people send us more death threats. Um, <laughs> now this 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 question's for me because you know, like the Conan world is basically like a heavy metal band's cover art from the '80s. Right? You guys like listen to metal continuously while you're playing the game, right? Like seriously. Well, we do live in Norway, right? And there was a chart <laughs> that I saw released the other day that said the number of heavy metal bands bands per capita. Her population is most concentrated in Finland, Sweden, and Norway. So Ooh. yes, Sweden Finland is number one. Finland is probably number one. But <laughs> okay. I, won't, I won't challenge you on that. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, we 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 do like metal, but when you know we're going with the orchest- orchestral uh, soundtrack because people love that with Age of Conan. What we did there, actually, so. honestly, I think it would be it would be much better suited. I mean, like for example. Uh, have you played the new Doom? Yes, yes, I have. I mean, that has amazing uh, heavy metal and like electronic music, and it really suits the sort of uh, cheesy feel of the game, you know. But uh, Conan is a bit, a bit more epic, I think. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, I think in Doom it works as well because it's a little bit more industrial as well. Yeah, it's, and I mean, it, heavy metal while you're taking, while you're looking at stripper slaves. I mean, some people might like that, but it, it might not really fit thematically. <laughs> You know, then again, it's it depends on how they roll the stripper slaves and what they're wearing, but yes, <laughs> or what they're not wearing. Wait, 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 you can dress your stripper slaves? Well, you, mm-hmm. it, it depends, like, depending on the culture they're from. So, this is wow, this is going to sound like a horrible, I'm going to sound like a horrible misogynist now, but it's actually the case that there's male and female versions. So, mm-hmm. but depending on their culture, they can be better or worse strippers. So, you get better and better tiers. This is all slaves, right? So, you get blacksmiths, you get. You get people who do everything. You get warriors to guard your fort. You get archers to shoot people from your walls. You get stripper slaves. You get blacksmiths. You get tanners. You get guys who will go around lighting your torches at night. All these kinds of slaves. And depending on which culture they're from in the Conan universe, they will be better or worse types. So you can get, you know, tier three stripper slaves or tier one stripper slaves. And the tier one strippers are just kind of clumsy and they, they're kind of ugly. They don't wear the nicest outfits. But the tier three ones, they're 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 hot, as you know. <laughs> I sorry, oh I'm just picturing in my awesome. mind a board meeting where you guys like laid out like the, the development roadmap. <laughs> so stripper tiers. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Right, I don't know how much Reese has briefed you, but we have a really, really important question that we do ask all of our guests. And you can't skip this answer. You have to give us a definitive answer here. Which classic video game character could you personally knock out with a single punch? Are you serious? And yep. big, big cloud 
Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. That pretty nice. boy. Nice. That pretty nice. boy. Nice. Man, that one a punch. Great answer. One punch. <laughs> and then he'd go cry he, about it afterwards. Oh, yeah, he'd go talk to Tifa for hours. and it, it, <laughs> <laughs> That is a good answer. That, that, is, that is probably one of my favorites, actually. I, uh... <laughs> well, well, thank you for taking your time out of your busy schedule writing about strippers so that, <laughs> you, can, <laughs> so, so that you can come and join us it's now the game work man that's important <laughs> you're doing god's work son keep it up make, sure, make sure to give her or him a really good backstory for me okay <laughs> i'm all about the you know the story yeah, not so much the, the you know yeah it's, the, it's the plot and read the story i need the plot i need a really good plot I, I, everyone should go and subscribe to the subreddit or uh watch it for the plot <laughs> you learn a lot about film. <laughs> well, thanks. I know what that subreddit is, so I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Don't know why I know how what it is. Um, but anyway, look, thanks so much for joining us. The game comes to Steam the end of January and Xbox on. It's in spring when you know. Spring. That'll depend yeah. on how quickly we push it through the process. Damn it, Ross! I thought that was gonna work. <laughs> yeah, I was halfway there. Halfway there. But look, Joe, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, we all know that a Scottish Claymore could really beat down Conan any day, but you know, have fun. We should try. We should try. You know, the Sumerians. The Sumerians are uh, based on on Scottish, essentially based on and Gaelic. So. The Sumerian, mm. the Sumerian factions in Conan. So you should check that out. They're cool. I'm definitely going to check that out. And again, thanks for joining us. Thanks, yeah, guys. Thanks, Joe. Have a great evening. Bye. So, boys, <laughs> dancing slaves. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all about that. That's a bit over-enthusiastic, actually. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that, that did come out in an unusually enthusiastic tone of voice. <laughs> Although, Clay's just really got me wanting Westworld the game now. I know. It actually has been something I've really been thinking about since watching that show. But this mm-hmm. will this will fill that niche for me, I have a feeling. Niche. Niche? Niche? Reese, why are you coming to the UK? I am coming to the UK so that I can sit there and wonder where you are. And then I can passive-aggressively message you on Twitter uh, about about how upset I am. Fair comment. So I've been your host, Ross. <laughs> No, okay, okay, okay. But before we end the show, I do have to say a couple of things. I am going to the UK. I'm going to go and see Agostino. Hi, Ago. And I'm going to go and meet Emma from Rare. Uh, and Woo-hoo. it's going to be very, very exciting. I know I get to go to Rare HQ. I am so excited. I cannot wait. I know you you definitely don't care and you wouldn't, you're not really interested in that, so I probably won't tell you or anything. But that's going to be great fun. Um, very exciting. And also, um, next week, on Monday the, the... Let me open my calendar here. Monday the 28th at 10 a.m. Eastern American time, there is going to be an AMA with the guys who we just interviewed on the pod. Fun call, except it's going to be the whole crew there, and they're going to answer all your Conan and non-Conan and female and male-related stripper questions. So make sure you pop in for that. So, guys, thank you for another great episode of the Party Chat podcast. Reese, thanks for joining us. Enjoy your time in the UK. I plan to. And Clay, you've been all right. Yeah. And for another week, Xbox turn off. You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat podcast.
the official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. Let's do this. All right, everybody, welcome back. We have a very, very, very awesome interview for you now with Joel Bylos, the creative director of Funcom, who is a Norwegian games developer. And you might know them from such games as <laughs> The Park and the Conan series of video games they made, the Conan online game. You know, I, I totally botched that intro. You also I said Conan, Conan online game like a question. Yeah, I know, right? That's why I, I started to stumble. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Hey, I, 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 at least I remember sexy. the name of the podcast. <laughs> hey, hey. Okay, let's, let's go again. <clears throat> All right, everybody, welcome back. Now we have a very special interview for you. Inter Son of a bitch. <sighs> All right, everybody, welcome One back. We Son of a bitch, are you interrupting me now? <sighs> All right, everybody, welcome back. We have a very special Ooh, interview for you right now with Joel Bylos, Clay, you shut up, uh, who is the creative director from... And we will be back with another episode of Party Chat next week like usual possibly with a special guest probably not <laughs> <laughs> hello so this is ross's mother i'm here to tell you about what he was like when he was a child <laughs> this is what happens when we podcast. he was a Why wee lad arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> this is what happens when we podcast plus modern, past midnight my xbox just turned on i, I don't understand what the hell <laughs> Oh, I bet we should just give yeah, this up. Yeah. Just stop. Just, just, just stop. <laughs> <laughs>